Welcome to the I Feel You podcast, a show all about mental health, race, love, and all things life. One conversation at a time with human therapists, Adriana Martinez, Lena Nicodemus, and dope guests from different places and spaces. This is not a substitute for counseling with a licensed professional, just the coolest waiting room you've ever been to. Welcome back to the I Feel You podcast. My name is Adriana. And I'm Lena. And it only took us 30 minutes to settle us in because we have three dogs in the studio today. Mm-hmm. Although one is eating a bone outside because two is enough. Yes. And this one keeps bumping her cone against the... Yes. If you hear any kind of ASMR stuff happening on Lena's end, it is a dog cone. Yeah. From my new foster dog Tuesday. <sighs> yeah. Who's wearing a freaking witch hat, by the way. You can't see this, but I feel like I have to describe it. And the, like a hipster sweater of some sort. <laughs> it's a shirt from uh, Rio, actually. I, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot. I got it for Iris, but she doesn't like wearing clothes, as you have observed. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I figured most dogs don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing up, um, I had a ton of German Shepherds. Not like a ton at the same time, but like one would leave and we'd get another one. And oh, we never dressed like them up. Breed loyal? No, no, we'd rescue them. But you only rescued German Shepherds? Yes. You were like, Yes. Yes. For the rest of you, it's every man for himself. <laughs> My dad just loved that that breed. That's so interesting. Yeah. Is your dad like, was your dad a cop in a past life or something? Maybe? No, but I think just a protector dog my dad's a huge protector and so he just wanted a dog that would be just like him (laughs) (laughs) so we just got a ton of german shepherds but we never dressed them we never talked to them like they were human we we loved them better than the rest of us with your german shepherds yeah but um yeah it was cool but we're back and you're back and we're in the studio mm-hmm. and you went to Brazil and mm-hmm. like came back and um, yeah, I'm glad to see you in your uh, inner child. Yeah, I thought we were dressing up in costumes and then only I wore costumes. <laughs> and then only your family came <laughs> with costumes because Iris is a mermaid. Yeah, she, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm dressed as my inner child. I was going to... Um, where other I had other inappropriate ideas like one I was going to be a psychoanalyst yeah and put a dildo in the corner and just be envious <laughs> of it all day oh my god all day not just for the podcast you yeah. just going to do it all day it's going to be like damn damn that's okay. like real deep track therapist humor anybody who's not a therapist listening might not get that. right they actually might have turned off the <laughs> episode like, by okay. now <laughs> yeah yeah well okay I am a securely attached person. It just, you know, I'm going to just say securely attached stuff throughout this whole podcast. I support that. Yeah. We'll see if it spills over into the rest of my life <laughs> at some point. Hey, it's all about just, you know, saying something your brain will believe. Yes. Enough times. Right. It's about repetition. I actually, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Just keep saying it over and over again mm-hmm. and it'll come true. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like, if that feels like that should be like a Disney movie that does that. There's a little bit of truth to that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we're talking about social anxiety today. (laughs) High anxiety. (laughs) Uh, Yes. 
because I've been talking to a ton of people about it. <laughs> Not just my social anxiety. But things are opening up. I went to my first concert last week. Yeah, I saw you went to like a big concert. I did. I won't be ready for that for like two years. Oh, I was anxious the whole time. I wouldn't even look at anybody. I saw it in your eyes, in your picture. Yeah. You and and Albania were both like, fuck, why did we come to this? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, we're not really turning up, dude. Like, we're... Yeah, you guys kind of like, shutting down right when now. When I got coffee beforehand or something, <laughs> yes. I apparently stalk your Instagram stories. I don't you remember do. important details, but I remember what my friends post on their Instagram. Hey, stories. as long as you stalk me, but then you still respond to my texts, I'm down for that. Ew. Yeah. 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 I always will. Yeah. I might forget to for like a week, but I, yeah. I will eventually. Well, I get that though. We mm. know each other enough. I yeah. trust you. Yeah, I trust yeah. you enough to leave me hanging for three base. days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, social anxiety after the pandemic is—it's a thing for sure. You know. Yeah, I didn't realize it as much. So I've gone throughout my life as like an introvert, extrovert, and I'm like finding my my place in on that spectrum. And I thought I was good and I, 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 good meaning like I thought I was, I could be in spaces and just be fine. And I was before the pandemic and I thought I was good coming sort of out of it. I mean, I feel like we're, we're coming out of it. I don't really know what the definition is of not being in a pandemic anymore at this point. But, um, but yeah, going to the concert, I mean, we sat next to each other and like probably talked for like 15 minutes about who was wearing a mask and who wasn't like and and do we think that people are vaccinated they didn't do a health check like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like the whole thing i'm like why aren't we drunk right now like we did not drink oh yeah at a j cole concert Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i mean it was it was a wednesday it was a school night um we had coffee i was gonna spike mine but i was like nah yeah. I can't do that to this pumpkin, the pumpkin spice latte. Um, so anyways, the whole thing, it was fun, but I did notice like just not even like not making eye contact with people, mm-hmm. not turning towards people. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. It was weird. Everyone had their little, I mean, sort of like their own bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, Ringo just jumped off of me. Um, but... I don't know. How are you doing with gatherings? What is what is your biggest gathering mm. to date? Yeah, I don't know if I have like social anxiety as much as like, yeah, I, I've also gone throughout my life being sort of borderline introvert extrovert. And like, I think especially because during the pandemic, I had like started to live alone for the first time in a long time. And um, Tuesday, stop. And uh You were living alone. <laughs> I was living alone. And um, I just, I like started to really like being alone. I've become way more introverted mm-hmm. than before the pandemic. Like, I just don't really want to go out as much. It, which is funny because like before the pandemic, I was like every weekend going out, doing stuff. And now I'm like, I go out and like I have fun. I'm not like antisocial, but yeah, I'm also like, yeah yeah i give i put a timer on oh my god because now i'm like i have to i have to know when i'm leaving like i get anxious i've been going to a few small gatherings and i'll just be like okay my time it's about to about time to go Mm -hmm. it was a good hour Mm -hmm. (laughs) people are like you're leaving i'm like yeah i mean yeah i don't know but i do appreciate 
seeing people, but I, I can go right back into my shell pretty quickly and just comfortably. Like I feel I feel fine leaving a party mm-hmm. or a gathering, I should say, of some sort mm-hmm. at a very like pretty quickly after arriving. <laughs> right, right. And then it's like, yeah, I, d- I don't really have the desire. Like other, yeah, I feel like I've gone through just a lot of personal growth during the pandemic too Mm. like I also just don't have as much desire to even drink alcohol like Mm -hmm. yesterday I was feeling kind of stressed out and like I just had a long day and like I was like oh maybe I'll make myself a cocktail but then like in my head I was like no I think I'll just like um go to bed (laughs) <laughs> no, like, take some deep breaths and, like, find some other way to, like, s- soothe my distress. And I was like, damn, dude. Who are you? Like, so, like yeah. such a therapist. Yeah. Did your inner child come out or anything? No. No. Your inner child doesn't drink. No, usually not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, like, you know, I got invited to Halloween stuff. And, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay home and watch scary movies by myself like Mm. it's it's kind of weird um and like yeah I've also found like different different ways of being social like I started playing Dungeons and Dragons Mm. yeah that's right (laughs) she really said that I really said that that. is that is correct but actually I'm obsessed with it I'll I won't go on a tangent about that because I could but I mean, I'll just listen because I can't. I can't go on it with you. Mm. I can't get on this this ride. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and like you know, I just I feel like I've uh, I I feel different about social engagements, and I think that's the other thing. Maybe it's not mm. social anxiety related specifically, but I found like a lot of clients, you know, like new clients coming to me saying like you know, I just, they feel kind of lost after, mm-hmm. I mean, quote, after the pandemic, because right. like you said, we're still in it. But like, you know, a lot of maybe a lot of their friends have moved away, mm-hmm. um, you know, or they've just sort of lost touch with people over the past year and a half. And so they're in this place where like their social life is just different anyway. Yeah. And they don't know what to do now. yeah it's true now that you say that i feel like I'm, I'm thinking about some clients that have felt really uh confused and maybe disoriented because people are moving away i mean i think just living in the bay has been getting harder in general so i hear mm-hmm. a lot of people are moving to different places um and then with a lot of remote jobs kind of developing or staying since the pandemic people are just leaving and so mm-hmm. it is a different it does feel a little bit different but yeah people saying like I don't know it feels weird either my social circle has (laughs) shrunk to like a very small number um or people are moving and it just like feeling a little confused by it Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. I I mean I've been doing a ton of work too just on myself and I feel comfortable with less (laughs) I feel comfortable with less friends um and with the people that I have been able to stay in contact with Mm. right so I really appreciate my connections now a lot more, even though it is like throwing me off a little bit because, yeah, three, four years ago, I mean, my birthday parties were like 40 people. I mean, did I know all of them? I hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. now I'm like, hey, you want to just do dinner, like just three of us or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel OK. It doesn't feel weird. The anxiety part for me is that I feel like I'm rusty on the social skills. Mm especially after the pandemic and 
yes, I feel like people are more comfortable with saying, hey, if you're vaccinated, you can come through. If you're not, mm-hmm. it's all good. I love you still, but stay away from the party, right? And that's okay. I feel like people are like fine with the decision they've made to be vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. And knowing that that could limit, you know, connections or whatnot. But um, I lost my train of thought. Mm. Oh, the anxiety around like a hug? No? Just fist bump? No? Okay. Um, how mm. you been? Good. Yeah. Uh, do we talk about the pandemic? Do no? Like, <laughs> mm. what do we talk about? Like, yeah. I haven't, you know, I haven't, for the people that I didn't stay really closely connected to. Right. For the ones that are just like people that I saw m- more often than, than what I'm seeing them now, it just feels like I'm getting to know them all over again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is, uh, you know, kind of a cool experience in a way that like, you know, not to silver lining this big traumatic event that we've all just been experiencing for the past year and a half. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, like, here's the good thing in it, you know. But I think, like, in a way, it's an, an opportunity. <laughs> an opportunity. An to say. But, like, you know, I feel like, yeah, I've, I've reconnected with people on a deeper level since the pandemic because yeah. it's, like, we – you know, we're, we're all just not going to like sit around and just be like, oh yeah, sports or whatever. Cause it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I've like had to stare into the abyss of my soul for the past 18 <laughs> months. Like, yeah. let's talk about that. Right. Um, but the other thing too, that, you know, cause I felt a lot of social anxiety going back to things and what I've been trying to do, um, which is just like such an annoying, annoying therapist thing maybe, but like, I've just been practicing active listening with people when I feel social anxiety. So like, Hmm. you know. um, Which is different from being in a session and you know that's what you do. But outside of it, you're also doing that. Right. I'm obviously like my, you know, just like my behavior and the way I'm engaging in it is obviously different. But I'm, you know, in a way kind of doing some what we call active listening, which, Mm -hmm. you know. I find being being a therapist in a session is is really it's it's often a lot more comfortable, right? Because mm-hmm. there's not that expected back yeah. and forth, right? You're right. just sort of there to engage and listen and ask questions a lot of the time, and then you know depending like the type of therapy I practice, I will like jump in and say things like it, there maybe is a little bit more back and forth, but for the most part, you know, I'm not talking about my life and my day and stuff, which. I find for me personally, that can be the stressful part about like social Mm. interactions is I'm like, what do they want me to say or talk about? But, you know, that old adage of like people like to talk about themselves, unfortunately, like it's kind of true, which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily. I think, you know, asking people about like, okay, yeah, what have you been up to? Or like, you know, I feel like most people you can be like so what netflix shows have you been into lately or whatever right that's something we can generally all relate on right right right. um and just sort of like asking them what they liked and like you know just asking questions about their thoughts and their experience right you know tends to make people more comfortable which makes me feel more comfortable right yeah yeah that's that's my trick that's your trick is to do some active listening to soothe that anxiety a little bit Mm mm-hmm yeah, which is kind of interesting because I'm thinking about me showing up in spaces like that and where there's conversation. And I tend to do kind of, yeah, I mean, my anxiety, I haven't figured it out. I haven't figured out my tool yet, but I do jump in when there's silence. I don't do that in my therapy sessions. Mm. Like, I'm very well, like, aware 
that it's okay and it's expected and it's part of the work to just allow that space to be. But something in my personal life shifts where I'm just like staring at the person and I'm like, fuck, hmm. would it like, you, do they, should I ask a question? And then I end up asking something really stupid. Like, hmm. to be honest, I just hmm. say <laughs> something and I'm like, well, okay, that really didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like an open-ended stuff, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still trying to figure it out because I definitely feel it. And I don't know if it's just like lack of practice and being in a very, very small bubble for a really long time. And then now people inviting, you know, me to go out. And I'm like, oh, I feel mm-hmm. anxious because if I haven't stayed connected with you, I feel like I'm meeting people all over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that good at, at meeting new people. Most people will say, Adriana, you do fine. <laughs> Mm. And I'm like, ah, but I'm dying inside. I'm melting. I mm. I, I do. I fake it till I make it, I feel like. Mm. And then I get to know you and then I can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. But f- it's not my natural go-to to just spark a conversation and, you know, like start talking to someone. Mm. I usually, people usually have to engage me. I start feeling comfortable, trust them. It's like a whole process, even though mm-hmm. on the outside, it seems like I'm, I'm getting it. I'm mm. doing it. Mm. Yeah, I guess I do the, the thing that the people you're interacting with like what you're describing is i'll ask them i'll engage them right because once the other person's engaged it's a lot easier for me to sort of click in right Mm, yeah um you know versus like because i think for me you know and a lot of those of us who feel like we can't sit with silence it's you know comes from trauma like it all does but there's this like feeling like I need to perform like I need to make the other person comfortable and usually the best way to make people comfortable is to just ask them open-ended questions oh I thought you were gonna say just ask them how you make them feel comfortable how can I make you feel comfortable (laughs) but like yeah I went out on Monday with uh you know somebody who's a good friend of mine but then they also brought like their friend who I'd met before but didn't know very well and I just noticed in the car like on the way to where we were going like their friend was asking me questions Mm. right Mm -hmm. you know kind of same thing like they were like oh so you know like you know just whatever like Mm -hmm. er, anything I would say they would sort of ask like an open-ended follow-up and it's not like they were interviewing me either like they were also sharing like their you know but it was just like a way to get the conversation started yeah you know yeah um yeah I did a I was gonna jump in and say I did a 10k today Mm -hmm. and it's related to this because someone did try to engage me and I was super awkward about it so I did a 10k ish long story short only happens to me. I'm running. I'm going down the path I think I'm supposed to be going down. I turn because I see people turning, but it's a 5K and a 10K. Uh, My ass turned at the 5K mark or I turned where the 5Kers were going because I didn't see the other people. I don't think a lot of people did the 10K. So it was a very few of us that did that. So I didn't have like a pack to follow. And we all got mixed in with mm-hmm. the same wave right yeah so i'm running and i'm like okay cool i'm like tracking my 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 time and we busted you and i was like that's weird maybe they're gonna take us somewhere else my ass crosses the finish line at three miles ish and i i i want to see the picture i looked really confused as to what was happening because i was like what i'm looking down normally i i you know i burst through the finish line i didn't even have that adrenaline i was just really confused and they give me a medal. And I said, what are you doing? 
<laughs> I was like, wait, what are you doing? And they were like, you finished. I was like, I didn't finish. I'm like getting angry. Oh, no. And she was like, what? And I was like, I'm on the 10K list. I'm on. I'm a 10K-er. Uh, and they were like oh no you didn't keep going and i was like oh my gosh so you know what i did i turned back around went through the finish <laughs> i went back through the finish line and did it again did the same thing you again just did the 5k twice basically ish because i th- i think i still needed to go a little further i'm just like panicking as i'm trying to like make sure i do a 10k because the perfectionist in me is like you're gonna you're gonna do this yo you're you said you were doing a 10k so i went i came back people were looking confused because they saw me already you <laughs> they, were like what's up my podcast <laughs> i'm like hey i'm back and it wasn't a huge um there wasn't a ton of people so you can see like you you do recognize people you're like i just saw you on the way there you definitely didn't do the 10K, but you also clearly didn't do the 5K. <laughs> it was so weird. You're like, I did a 7K. <laughs> I did. I did only like four, just under five miles nice. because, because I didn't know where else to go. So I'm <laughs> bursting through the finish line for the second time. Dude, they should have marked that better. That seems like their fault. It was. It was. It. They were realizing how much they weren't super prepared not just to not market but also sending all the 10kers with the 5kers and all that stuff Mm. anyways all that to say i came back had huge anxiety around it i go and i cry in like a corner (laughs) Mm. because i'm like this sucks this is my first run back and i didn't do it right and i'm sitting there and this guy walks up to me and he's like hey you know you're you're sitting down i'm like yes good observation (laughs) He's like, uh, how'd you do? Did you do the 10K? Like, kind of asking me. And I'm like, no. So I get up and I'm like, this is what happened. So I basically said the whole story mm-hmm. I just said now. He's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. And I'm like, well, anyways, how'd you do? He's like, I got first place. I'm like, <laughs> brag. <laughs> like, okay. How did you do, you loser? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even do the run right. And you got first place. You're like, well, I got first place in the race that I did, which was its own thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got first place in the 7K. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did. I was the only one that did a 7K. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he starts talking to me, and I'm noticing I'm not wearing my mask. And he is. And I'm like, oh, where's my mask, right? So I'm focused now on safety and not really realizing that he's just talking to me and probably doesn't care. We're outside anyways. We're talking. And he's like, so, you know, you're going to really get sore if you just sit there. So do you, you should walk. Like, we sh- you should walk. And I was like, yeah. Is I'm he gonna- like inviting you to walk? Yeah, I think oh, so. he's flirting maybe. I think he was into me, but he must have been like 23. Oh. He was super young. And I was super flattered and You were like, that's cute. Confused. But go figure out what you're doing with your life because you just graduated college. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I was like, um, yeah, I'm going to go walk. He's like, wait here. I'm going to go put my stuff away. I'll walk with you. And I'm noticing my anxiety is going high because I'm like, fuck. Okay, what am I going to talk about? Like, I'm already in my head about how I'm going to interact, like the communication we're going to have. So he comes. I was just hoping he'd forget, but he didn't. And he came back and he was a really, really sweet person. So we start walking and then we're just talking about running. And I was just like, okay, let's just focus, focus on one topic. So I'm just like thinking about how to transition from one topic to the next i am legit serious when i say i don't 
I don't think I've had, I feel like it's been a while since I've had to think about my conversation because it was so spontaneous. It mm. wasn't like I had planned like I'm going to meet somebody and they're going to, you know, it's not, it wasn't planned. I was just like, oh my gosh. Eventually I had to just break it up because I, I just couldn't continue <laughs> the mm. conversation. I'm like, I got to go. He's like, you got to go. I'm like, yeah, I just, I got to go. I think home. I got to go home. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was my experience today. I was obviously coming from an anxious place already. Tuesday looks drunk. <laughs> She's falling asleep. She is on uh, heavy pink. Oh my gosh, so. you should. I'm going to take a picture of this. Um, so all that, you know, just to come back to the, yeah, overthinking someone just talking to me and having like a normal like conversation and me being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. See, this is why I like engaging with people over... So, like, you know the term, like, special interests? Yes. It's like, like, neurodivergent people have often, like, this tendency to have, like, special interests. Like, things that we're, like, really into and we know, like, way too much about and we just like talking about it a lot, right? Yeah. So, that's why I like talking with people about special interests. Anybody want to talk about gaming right now? No, I, I'm just going to stare at you. That's I'm telling you. I, I will hear you. I will do active listening. I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> you know, like this, you know, just talking about running with somebody else who also runs. It's Right. Like, and that's all we talked about. I right? probably was with him for 25 minutes and we legit only talked about running. Mm-hmm. He Maybe he was, maybe that was his jam too. It wasn't, I don't normally just talk about running, but I mean, we went back to like, what runs have you done? You ran cross country in high school. Like we went, we went deep on the runner talk. Right. And then, I mean, I kind of realized, I think I, I, I may have noticed he might've been on the spectrum or something. It might've been something like that. And then I was really like, then I was really into it because I was like, oh, this is like, he's not anxious. This is who he is. And I'm over here super anxious mm. about what we're talking about. And he's just chill. Like he's actually chill and really wanted to engage me in this conversation and mm. was having a good time. Like I could tell he was having a good time. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he didn't want to let go. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I know it was really sweet. Now we're Instagram friends. Oh, yeah, yay, yeah. So I met a, I made a friend today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Tuesday wants to say something. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I feel like being able to talk about something you have in common. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. But so. That's all I got on that topic. <laughs> you really want to get to the Dungeons and Dragons? No, I'm I'm just kidding. Oh, about that. You're about the dragons? You don't? You're not gaming? No, I am gaming, but I was just kidding that I really wanted to talk oh. about it. <laughs> okay, I was like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about it a lot. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, the thing too that I just try to notice is that many people might be like the person you're interacting with might feel uncomfortable in the interaction or might feel anxious and you just don't know it right yeah. so i think this assumption that like you're un- you're the only one who's uncomfortable and they're yeah. judging you for it you know that's that's some rejection sensitivity oh right there. oh you got me mm. that comes up all the time mm. for me mm-hmm yeah, when some of the things I'm really realizing, even though, I mean, yeah, sure, who does, who likes rejection? I don't know. But, um, but 
I really realized that I come from a place of like doing everything in my power to not be rejected mm-hmm. yeah. in conversation, mm-hmm. in any Ringo's looking at me through the, <laughs> the door. It's kind of creepy. Um, yeah. And I and that's something I'm like more aware of, which is good because now I could work on it a little bit more. I can turn towards it and be like, OK, what's what, what's going on? Because mm-hmm. I don't like how this feels. Mm-hmm. I don't like coming from that place. And I didn't know it was coming from that place. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what was also coming up for me, even just interacting with this this person where I was like, uh, I'm running out of topics. What does he think? Because I'm just like. You know, mm. and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I better I better leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I'm and just going to let my dog in. Can you just carry on? Tuesday. Leave it. You're going to cut that out, too. Sorry. I mean, I was trying to do a smooth exit. Mm. Sit down, bud. Sit down, buddy. Good yeah. Job. Good job, Ringo. Um, yeah. I think, again, like we were talking about yesterday, actually, about these sort of like automatic messages we give ourselves in these interactions, right? About like, yeah. you know, if somebody, if somebody like turns away, we often have like the automatic thought like, oh, they're disinterested, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, not to be the DBT therapist again, but, you know, I was just always ask myself, what's my evidence for that, right? Like. They could be doing that for so many reasons, right? Like they could have like gotten a message. They could be waiting for an important text message. They could be, you know, anxious themselves, right? There's so many reasons why people do things. And so we don't always know, right? Um, But at the end of the day, you know, everybody has a little bit of social anxiety. I think so too. And I really appreciated you talking talking to me yesterday about that because as a therapist, obviously, we, we practice um, with our clients on, you know, kind of what I would probably have said something like that to a client. Mm-hmm. But I just in that moment, it's like every other like everything shut down in me except for the part of me that says whatever negative belief. Right. Mm-hmm. And then just attaching the behavior to that. Right. And I think it's just it's so real. And then you talk to me and it was almost like. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, shit. I needed to hear that, like, from someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, just to open, just to, like, you know, calm, calm that part of me that was freaking out. Yeah. But it was really helpful. I mean, I think it just goes back to um, just being human first, right? Yeah. And not necessarily coming from that therapist hat all the time because it's. Yeah, you're a human. Yeah. You know, you're a real full mm-hmm. ass human. Full hmm all the way mm-hmm me too so but yeah no I, I I think I think the whole thing with social anxiety um like you said I think most of most people have a little bit of it mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. that's why like I said I really like going to outings and stuff where we're connecting over something right like we're not just like a party where we're just there to mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk yeah yeah i don't want to talk yeah yeah where there's something I there's talk a common... all day <laughs> i talk all day you want to find common ground i think that definitely helps um and it does help like if you go to an outing that's specific like the person i met today we were mm-hmm. both at a running event clearly mm-hmm. something automatically in common that can mm-hmm. just be used right as opposed to yeah parties are now i'm getting anxious thinking of parties but I think they are different where you just show mm-hmm. up and you just kind of have to like, it's like throwing a dart. Like, is this, mm-hmm. what, is this it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this what I'm going to? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think everyone should really explore their, like, inner child. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but, like, what are you, what is, what is, what is fun for you? What are you interested in? Like, yeah. if you go to a place where that is there, it's, uh, you know, like, I went to the Renaissance Festival a couple mm, weekends ago with I my friends. I saw your pictures. I had zero social anxiety because it was, like, me and a bunch of other nerds, like, dressed up as nerds doing nerd shit and it was like and everybody was i was like i don't care at all i'm just having a great time it now was did you go so by yourself fun. no i went with a group of friends okay yeah okay. and they also were like everyone we were all just like wow like this is so fun and like everybody's talking funny and dressed in funny mm. outfits it's like we were like playing together oh that's know? really yeah yeah and that's why i've been loving dungeons and dragons because dungeons and dragons is kind of like playing pretend mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. it's really fun you know so yeah. i feel like you know not to bring my costume into it i didn't intend that at all but <laughs> you know like what, man i feel fun? like i did everything i said everything the opposite of what i said i was which was a very securely attached person. well hey <laughs> securely attached you know what doesn't bend breaks yes know? like secure secure people also have their insecure moments that's true it's that's not, true it's a dialectic dude i've just studying dbt and being in dbt i'm just my life is DBT. oh trust me as i'm getting more into internal family systems and emdr i feel like i'm constantly thinking through that lens Mm -hmm. as a therapist and as a human i'm like a a little part of me the the perfectionist part of me and then 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 shame came through (laughs) and then i'm like i have to stop talking in parts like Mm. i am the like to some extent, people will get it, but I'm like, I feel like I have my own language. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel that way, too, but I guess I don't really care. Yeah, no, I mean, I I'm don't like, care. Learn to understand me, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I think we do embody some of the work that we do just in our personal life, especially mm-hmm. if we're into it. I feel like as a private practice uh, therapist, it does it does let us do what we want to do, what we want to learn about, because it's the stuff that's either worked for us or that we're just really into, as opposed to being in a agency mm-hmm. where you're kind of told to do certain type of therapy. It's amazing. Yeah. So. It, yeah. Honestly, I feel so, so, so a thousand times much happier in private practice. Yeah. I'm actually, speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, I'm going to do a training on how to run therapeutic D groups so like ha- like getting a group of teens together to like play D, but like th- making it therapeutic that's super interesting right did you come up with that no it's a thing already it's like oh, a huge thing yeah and you're like i want to facilitate that i'm like hell yeah i went on a whole rant with my other D friends the other night about how therapeutic it is it's really cool so yeah you know, you can do stuff like that. So yeah. message of the day is go into private practice. Don't let these agencies steal your inner life force. Yeah. they will. Yeah. Or your inner child. <laughs> no, the inner child thing. I mean, I think the whole, just going back to the joy, I think, and it just kind of reminds me of the, the episode where we had the conversation with your friend Kiona mm-hmm. and just like creativity and joy and finding mm-hmm. what makes you happy and as adults how we kind of forget to just have fun mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and like be playful and I feel like having a 13 year old even though um yeah sometimes I'm like oh maybe she's getting too old for this no. I'm not but maybe <laughs> she is <laughs> but I feel like we play around so much and mm. she's really what keeps me like young in Aww. a lot of ways 
but I do I do have a hard time like transferring that into spaces with friends that are not necessarily as playful or comfortable mm. with their like younger self, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Hey Ringo, come here. He just heard joy and now he's like, "Yeah." Come here. Bingo. Come here. My dogs are old bingo. Sorry, they don't want to play. Oops, sorry, sorry. That was a ASMR moment. Um, well, um, also, sorry. Yes. I was Hit like, it. ADHD, I have to talk right now. Listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I'm following. <laughs> but like, um, another hack is to make your like friends more playful with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> murder mystery parties. But don't you have to create Thank the game? Thank you for tuning in to <laughs> No, you can, like, buy packs online. Oh, that, okay. That, like, give you all the characters and stuff and, like... But do you, do you have to think a lot? I mean, I know it sounds like a really stupid question to ask, but... No, you know, like, the whole, the whole plot and everything is written out for you. The only thinking you do is, like, acting like your character. But it's really oh. fun because you have, like, a theme. So, like, I had, like, a wild west murder mystery party like right before the pandemic and yeah. like everybody was just like and they yeah. and everyone dressed up and oh yeah and and like was just playing around it was so fun i yeah. love that yeah I... so i'm gonna have another one for my birthday so you can come play i want to play <laughs> yeah no i think and those are opportunities right like mm-hmm. if you have that it's your birthday and i don't show up i'm kind of an asshole and you kind of force me to do something that my inner child wants to do anyways oh, so yeah. i think that's cool yeah yeah i'm down for it so today so so play play and this is a you know perfect because halloween's tomorrow it is that's i think that's why halloween's one of my favorite holidays Mm. is it's just so playful Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like dressing up and trick-or-treat and all that and just you know it's like yeah just play play i never thought i would be like one of those therapists who's like play let your inner child play because I feel like for the longest time, I was like, the fuck is that? Be yeah. quiet. <laughs> well, not, it doesn't land with everybody, mm-hmm. right? And so even when therapy, I think about with, again, just going back to internal family systems, it could be really weird for some people to talk about their their internal parts. And and yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it, it, it doesn't always land with any everybody. But, mm-hmm. but I, you know, sorry, I was thinking about like, I have a couple of clients where I get playful, like obviously appropriate like boundaries but i use humor a lot and that's just Mm -hmm. who i am and it's hard for me to turn it off obviously i'll 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 be chill like if there's a moment in therapy where i need to not be funny because i don't have to be funny but i use a ton of moments to just like bring lightness to the conversation when it's appropriate and i find that some of my most serious clients will like laugh and engage and kind Mm -hmm. of be thrown off by it but they're not like what the fuck like mm. no one's ever told me like what the fuck this is like not funny mm-hmm. you know i think mm-hmm. it's just it's it i don't know that mm-hmm. just kind of tells me that it's there it's mm-hmm. there in everyone mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think we all have like to some degree you know we might not share the same interests or humor as other people but we all have some of that to some degree you know yeah. the things that bring us joy and bring lightness to our life so yeah i need to do that more and get out of my head and you out of other people out of other people's head too <laughs> i need to stay out of <laughs> you everyone's you need to do it more you want to do it more. i want to do it more <laughs> oh, therapeutic moments on I, the i feel you podcast mm-hmm. happening right now dbt mm-hmm. therapist and ifs yes. come together dun, dun, dun. Yeah. 
I feel like we play in this podcast, so I appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, your fucking dogs are dressed up. You're wearing rollerblades, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, I almost died on this floor in here. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, w- I should say that. You bring out a playful side of me. I can make voices around you. I can Aww. do voices. I don't make, I don't do voices around a lot of people. Oh, yeah. well, I'm really honored that you do voices around <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I appreciate that you are a friend who's open to playing. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. always open to playing. Just call me. We'll set a play date. <laughs> <laughs> All right. People are like, what is happening? <laughs> They're unraveling. We're playing. Well, what are you doing for Halloween tomorrow? Speaking of um, What am I doing? So... It's Emma who's doing most of the playing. Right. I thought I had a soccer game, so literally I was going to play soccer. Play soccer. Play soccer. It is something I love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I was going to have a game, but now that I'm thinking of it, I haven't gotten a reminder. So I don't, maybe because it's Halloween, we're not doing that. Emma has a, um, what do you call it? Uh, she's going to a party mm-hmm. and they're going to do some trick-or-treating with like Aww. like little teens. Little teens. The teens are going trick-or-treating. What is she dressing up as? She's doing the, like, there's a theme with her friends where they're the purge and they each wear different color masks. It's like a really easy costume, which is, I'm like grateful for. Um, Just wearing blood and a Mm. t-shirt and a mask that glows and she's the red mask. Nice. Yeah. I don't even know much about the purge, but. I've never seen it. I just said, what do you need? And I went on the, I hate to say it, but I went on Amazon every time I. I order something on Amazon. I'm like, Ugh. Mm, it's okay. I'm not judging you. <sighs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I just, I'm too lazy. Got to say that. Life is busy. Life is busy, even though there's a Halloween store at every corner. Yeah, these but they're days. stressful. They are. They're overpriced too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, they yeah. only come around once a year, so I guess I get why they're expensive. But that's not my jam. Mm. So, anyways, I I am not doing very much tomorrow what are you doing um i'm just gonna sit at home and like watch halloween movies and eat candy i wish i lived somewhere where kids trick-or-treated that's right you probably don't get no any no trick-or-treaters unless they're from the the complex where you're in yeah no they don't the kids there don't they go somewhere else so Hmm. so i am just going to watch halloween movies um i already watched hocus pocus last night so I'm going to watch Midsommar, Midsommar tomorrow. Have you heard yeah. of that? No. It's like a... Sounds like ASMR. <laughs> it's like, I think it's like Swedish horror okay. film. It's supposed to be really good. It came out a few years ago, so... Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Do you have a go-to that you, like, is Hocus Pocus your yeah, go-to? Yeah, Hocus okay. Pocus is my go-to. So, so yeah, I'm going to just, just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I yeah. mean, it'll be... It's Sunday, so I think it's nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I might have much. a couple friends come do that with me, but other than that, I'm okay with being by myself. That's amazing. I'm hearting you right now. <laughs> oh, I'm hearting you too. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. Well, what do you think about wrapping it up? Yeah, do you feel like it's a good, wrap it good stopping point. Um, I know we said we'd do this monthly, so that's what you should expect is for us to come on talk about random things maybe we start with a focus and lose sight of everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah follow us um if you aren't already at the i feel you pod is that what it is our handle is at i feel you pod or is that i feel you podcast i feel you pod 
I feel you pod. I F E E L U as in just the letter U pod P O D. Mm-hmm. Follow us and uh, yeah, you'll see us back in about a month or so. Okay. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is not Halloween related, but I forgot to do this. That's Bye. it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for joining us for this conversation. If you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram at I Feel you Pod. That's the letter U. Or you can email us at hello at ifeelyoupod.com. Again, that's the letter U. The music on I Feel You is from Thanks. You can find them on SoundCloud at THNX or Instagram at THNX Music. See you next time. Bye. Bye.